0: Caroline here and welcome to The Check-In, the podcast where we talk all things British Airways. Um, it's hosted from colleagues across the airline with guest speakers joining us to give us the inside scoop on what's happening at the nation's flag carrier. And unfortunately Molly couldn't join us today so I've got the lovely boys here today. I've got Julian and Paul hosting the podcast with me. Hi Paul. Oh, hello. Hi,
1: Hi. Thanks Caroline. Hi. Hello Julian. Hello everyone. I'm dialing in very international today i'm dialing in from a very hot and sweaty doha hello
2: <laughs> and uh, to be honest you look hot and sweaty too paul if i can uh, if i can say but um, well you no, don't thanks. want
1: to see well well you don't want to see where i've positioned the air conditioning unit
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, too much information already um thanks caroline and uh, hello everyone uh, today we're talking about her majesty the queen's 70th jubilee Uh, There were street parties all across the country, and I think it's lovely that we've all had chance over the last few days to focus on something really quite exciting and positive after the the last two years that we've all had. It's been great. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, to introduce our special guest today, uh, Jim Davis. He's a volunteer at our Heritage Centre. I've been very uh, lucky to have uh, just had a personal tour of the Heritage Centre. Jim, a very good morning to you. Um, why don't you um, tell us who you are and by way of introduction, uh, tell us uh, what you do. Hello doing.
3: and good morning and thank you all for uh, inviting me. Um, it's great to be here, especially on this uh, auspicious
2: occasion. Oh,
3: indeed. Uh, actually, I had the luck to join BOAC um, in 1966. seems a long time ago now.
2: That was a great year, 66, great- may I say.
0: <laughs> You're giving water. your rage away there. <laughs> We're all trying and to do work cure age
3: out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um i spent some time in, in reservations and in the sales shops, and then quite a lot of time uh, in the customer relations department. Every complaint is an opportunity. They so they said at the time. And then in twenty oh two, can't believe that, I took her to retirement and um spent this wonderful time since twenty oh two uh in the Museum and archives, which of course are just next door. Uh, it's been an amazing way to spend an early retirement.
2: Very early retirement, if I may have say. Jim, I, have have would, I would have said that that, that, that's not, that date was still further down the line. But, Do um, is that, sorry, is that have what time. the script said, Paul? Just, <laughs> just, just correct me on that one if you.
1: Write it up, it's all right. Very good. Well, it's so much to have you with us, joining us, uh, Jim. Um, as we said, we've had a great four day weekend. Um, it's been great celebrating after that. Dark two years everybody's had absolutely. But Jim, what we we'll want to know is how did you celebrate yourself for the platinum jubilee?
3: Well, I have to say, as a bit of a couch potato, because the, the television, <laughs> the television coverage, generally speaking, in the UK here, uh, was riveting, um, and so uh, both from the Queen's birthday parade uh, and the party at the palace. So I'm afraid I sat back and enjoyed the the organisation and the sheer technology. I mean, the scenes outside the palace were all covered mm. in they were Absolutely quite stunning. So I'm afraid, I thought, rather leisurely, I'm afraid, is the answer to your question.
1: No, no. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same as me because I watched that concert and I thought that concert was amazing. It's very pacey. I love the drones above the palace. Julian uh, Caroline, what did you get up to?
2: Well, um, uh, to, to be honest, Paul, I was, uh, I was in Boston. So I was sat in a cafe with some Union Jack socks on and ordered cups of tea <laughs> in a very loud voice. Um, but, um, that, that was, although that was the weekend Thursday I was around and we had um, the usual village street party with fireworks, the, the, the sort of the council budget has now been blown for the next three or four years and the potholes won't get fixed. but um, no, it was, it was great, everyone was out and, and feeling very positive and festive and stuff like that. How about yourself Caroline?
0: I was at work, I was at work from Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday, the whole bank holiday, I was at Terminal 5 but there was a good atmosphere there, everyone was happy and positive which was which was, you know, great. It it was lovely. It and you're right.
3: I think I think the atmosphere has been positive, hasn't it? And yeah. And I think when on the occasions when the Queen appeared after the birthday parade and, and at the end of Sunday, it really was an amazing experience. I can never get over the thousands of people around the palace and down the Mall. Quite extraordinary.
2: Amazing, Definitely. I think it's even the classic. Queen was amazed, wasn't
0: she? Yes, even the Queen stood out and yeah. thought she was blown away. by the, no, she sheer volume. No, yeah.
1: No, yeah. she was. And it's just nice seeing people being friendly, uh, and people just chatting, random people just chatting to you. It's just nice that it was obviously I went around during the war, but it was like a war spirit. It was yeah. you know, it was Yeah, uh,
2: neither were we, we it, actually uh, Paul, funnily enough.
1: <laughs> but it's just, You're not unique we just
2: there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do things properly and it's like and it's so great to be British. You're watching it. It's like we've got that great heritage and that great history with our royal family, that, that pump and ceremony is you know is what we're renowned for
2: yeah
1: absolutely. well they say the british do it very well and in
3: fact the, what amazed me on 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 all the events with the sheer organization of it mm. the detail that must have gone in over many months probably years both with the both for the the parade on sunday and and the concert of course must mm. have been quite extraordinary
1: yeah quite well so. I, read, I read i read somewhere it took 18 months to plan yeah yeah that's right
0: so going back to the Heritage Centre, Jim, you said in 2002 you started that. Did you start that Speedbird Centre? Did you, did you, did you, or was it already set up and you just volunteered there? How did it all begin?
3: Well, both airlines, BEA, British European and BOEC, mm-hmm. were aware of their heritage. And they did, in fact, keep their own individual collections mm-hmm. um, oh. at, at their head offices, uh, which were looked after informally. And then after the merger in 1974, at some point later on, uh, they realised the value of heritage and the importance of it. And it was put together into a working museum, initially in a bit of an old hangar uh, on the A4. And then we moved to um, uh, an old building, an old telephone exchange at Heathrow. And in 2010, we moved across to our present quarter here in Waterside because the then CEO was keen to have the heritage center at the heart of the business so it could support the business, which is its real reason for operating. We support it in any way we can. Um, and so that, and then when I took her to retirement, I thought, what should I do? And so luckily uh, I found the museum and the rest of they say, is, is, is history. It's been wonderful history as well, I've done some wonderful things at that time. So I joined as a volunteer uh, and sort of, that was it really. 20 years later.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you've just shown me around, uh, actually, I had the, the privilege of you showing me around recently. And there are so many uh, stories about the, the Queen being with us and flying with us and stuff, and you've just been regaling with some of those. What, what, what have been your highlights? Well, of course,
3: the highlight for me, it can only be this highlight, was, of course, when she came to Waterside on the 23rd of May, 2019, etched in my mind. Of course, yeah. Uh, because this was, of course, BA's centenary. Uh, it commemorated the 100 years since the very first commercial flight from Hounslow Heath in 1919. So her visit here was part of that, and it was an amazing day. And um, in addition to visiting us, she visited the community learning centre across the street. Um, And um, really a remarkable day, which, importantly, uh, she seemed to enjoy.
2: Yeah, no, it must have been absolutely, uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, Have any of you guys met the Queen?
1: Uh, I've not met the Queen. I've met Prince Charles. Um that, yeah. was, that
0: was interesting. That was good. I enjoyed that. Um, in Terminal 4, what was really weird was um, I met Prince Philip because normally they used to come from the Windsor Suite or the Royal Suite, didn't they, Jim? Yeah. Um, come up, but and they came up through the back stairs. It was really surreal where I was standing in the lobby and they came up the back way.
3: Uh, that's amazing. I think, actually, uh, Philip himself was amazing, an amazing man and very, uh, very supportive there's a wonderful photograph of him in, I think, it's on, on a on a seven four seven arrival, whatever it was, where he's at the door of the aircraft, supervising the, the red carpet being put in the right place. That sort of attention to detail, I think, is an amazing man. Yeah, yes, yeah,
1: yeah, and,
3: and a tremendous tremendous support, as as, as she's often said.
1: Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it, is it? Am I right somewhere, Jim? That there's that famous BOC photo when she came back left. Heathrow as a princess and she came back to Heathrow as a queen. And there's that photo in the Heritage Museum when she's coming back up down the steps. Is that... Got yes, because, somewhere? of
3: course, th- that, that is such a significant flight. And, of course, it's been in the news uh, a great deal um, since February, where, of course, she left London as princess on the BOEC aircraft an uh, Argonaut down to Nairobi. Um, and there, of course, uh, a week later, of course, her father died And she returned back, as you rightly say, she left as a princess and came back as a queen. And that photograph with one of your colleagues, one of your one of your colleagues, stewards of those days, giving her a very smart, snappy salute at the top of the stairs uh, as she left the door of the airplane. I always think that's probably one of the very first civilian salutes she's ever received. as She left the aircraft on that day, February the 7th.
2: Yes, that's a good point, actually. Because as as the monarch, that he, he, he holds a, a unique place in in, in history. In many he does. Ways, he, he does. Um, that wasn't a, that was, was that, her, that wasn't her first flight with us, was it? Well, I mean, what obviously was as queen, but did she fly she, as? She went. She time? went.
3: She went with the prince to Canada, um, on on a Santa Stratocruiser, an amazing uh-huh. flight, uh, back in 1951, I think it was, and a tour of Canada, and. The Cruise, an amazing Boeing aircraft. And so when she was here at the end of her visit, uh, we presented her the model of the actual aircraft, complete with registration and what have you. Super. Um, and I often wonder where that is, you know. Uh, what, Did the, Harry get it from For the model, you mean? Yeah.
2: Well, it's not in not in, not in, the... It, it
3: was given to her as oh, a I see, yes, as yes, as yes. Uh, uh,
0: of her visit. It's, it's probably on her, on her desk.
2: desk.
1: <laughs> well, I hope so, Yeah, As a paperweight. As a paperweight. <laughs> 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 Blotter. <laughs> so... So is there something like in the Heritage Museum, Jim, that you'd like to get your hands on that we haven't got? Obviously, you've just said about the Strata Cruiser model, uh, what we gave to the Queen, but is there something out there that you're trying to find? Well, we, there's, on, the, on the aircraft
3: that you flew back, as I've just described, from Kenya, they did want to put a commemorative plaque in the aircraft. The Queen and Prince Philip saw this aircraft, and they got permission from Buckingham Palace for that, and they agreed the wording, and it went on the aeroplane. And I'd love to know where that went, because the aircraft scrapped a long time ago. But that, that lovely little, that little souvenir would be lovely to have if, if we only knew where it was.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I must admit, I can tell you how hard it is to um, to swipe things off uh, aircraft that go to them, <laughs> the nappage yard. <laughs> Not that I've tried, but I've heard from other people that it's actually quite difficult when you take a, an aeroplane to a, to a disposal uh, a boneyard to, uh, to take stuff off it, really. But, um, <laughs> but there we are. <laughs> um, sorry, Paul. Go on.
1: No, no I, just, uh, no. I was just no. I was just going to say it's just it's fascinating because obviously the Queen seventy years. Air travel has changed so much during her reign, from the BAC Stratocruiser to Concorde to seven four sevens. Um. Concorde, obviously. I, I just that's my history. I loved Concorde. Am I thinking that Her Majesty flew on Concorde with us? She
3: flew several times.
1: Famously, uh, the first flight she made was back
3: from Barbados at the end of a Commonwealth tour, and we have a photograph of her. Like any, any passenger looking at the Mac meter 2.00 yeah. and, and working at a desk. And that was the first many, several flights she made with us. And that aircraft was actually Alpha Echo, which is still in Barbados. It's this one they've got out, out there. But if I may just digress, yeah, yeah. digress slightly. Yeah. When she arrived. As it were at the Speedbird Center and she was introduced to me, I pointed out a painting we have on the wall of the very first flight a hundred years ago, which we were celebrating. And this was a small one-seater airplane from hans heath to Paris, right? it's, a, it's a lovely painting, uh, and it's on display for all our visitors to see. The point being that I said to her, oh, mom uh, this is the first flight a hundred years ago, um, and it depicts where we all started. And it's by Terence Cuneo. And quick as a flash, she said, oh, where is the mouse? because at that time, Cuneo was putting a little mouse, a little field mouse in his pictures, just a little, little trademark. And there's this mouse in the left-hand corner, uh, and this little mouse has actually got a little tripod camera. And she asked me <laughs> to see the mouse, which is quite amazing. She couldn't have been briefed about that. There was, where's the mouse?
2: So had to oh. go, go with
3: the mouse, on we went.
2: Yeah, remarkably astute, isn't it? That, that was
3: it fantastic. was, it was. But just, just, just one other memory of that, if I may. Yeah, please. Is that... Um, on the way out, I said to her, uh, "Mom, I'm looking forward to your birthday parade this year. Is it the Grenadiers? No, no, it's the Coldstream, she said. And then I thought afterwards, you can't say that to anybody else. Mom, at your birthday parade. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I've, I've, tr- I've tried a few times, but, it's, you know, it's, 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 nobody turned up <laughs> no, for some reason.
1: <laughs> anyway, well, anyway. we never we never got the memo. We never got the memo. Uh, no, no. Sorry, I uh, exactly. uh, digress. Sorry. Uh, not Jim, one of my favourite stories um, regarding the Royal Family and the Concorde, it's not actually with the Queen, it's the Queen Mother, and whenever, I, I, this is what I've heard, and you might be able to correct me, but whenever she heard the, the Concorde approaching Clarence House in London, she would go out on a balcony and wave, and then since then, when Concorde was coming in over central London, captains would flash the aircraft headlights in salute, uh, which became tradition for Concorde captains. Is that true? Or... Well, I, ha- I haven't heard that, but going going one better than that. Oh. Uh, oh,
3: some of you may remember Lord King, who was chairman in 1985.
2: Yeah. Yes,
3: yes. And when the Queen Mother was 85, uh, he arranged for her to have an afternoon flight on Concorde. So with, uh, with a full aircraft, the rear cabin was full of people with her same birthday, August the 4th. They did a, a trip around the Bay of Biscay uh, with uh with the Queen and um, Captain Walpole. So and that was her birthday present from Lord King, an amazing thing. And during the course of that flight she duly signed the Royal Visitors Book which we have in our museum um, and Elizabeth R on her 85th birthday journey on Concord. So that was certainly a very lovely present from Lord King uh, to give her that. So she was, I think, a bit of a Concorde fan on the quiet because when she was princess, so when she was queen, when she was widowed as queen mother, Mm. they did. They took her on a flight on on a comet Ah, in 1952 on a comet. And she spent a little bit of time at the controls of this comet one in the left hand seat. So you can imagine that the the man in the right hand seat hanging on like grim death. <laughs> Mom, no, no, I don't think so, Mom. Anyway,
1: so... <laughs> yeah, flap snap, So, Julie, so, uh, so, Julian, the task for you whenever you're flying over Teddington, I want you to flash the head.
2: Yes, <clears and throat> yeah, yeah Ted from Teddington, and he drove the Baker's man. I'll do that certainly. Yeah, <laughs> great stories about Concord. I never had the never had the pleasure. I've got a I've got a Concord calendar somewhere at home. But uh, how about you, Caroline? Have I been Concord where no, yourself? No,
0: and I really regret that. I suppose I always thought that it would be there forever. So, you know, we used to check into um, in Terminal 4, we used to check in Concord um, and it was just it was an amazing experience. And you always thought it was going to be there. So, and we had the opportunity as staff to go as couriers. Um, and I'm like, no, I'll do that one one year whatever. And then, it, you know, it just never happened. It's like it was just such a regret that I didn't go on it.
3: Now you know how um, chaps, you know how ladies hmm. sometimes change their minds about things, you know? Never, like, never. Hey <laughs> Jim, really I don't know what you're on
0: about. I don't know
3: what you're on so, about. <laughs> um, so I asked my mother, uh, uh, she wanted to go to New York. Oh no, dear, no, no, don't go to New York. no no no. And I said, You come back on Concord, and there was you can almost hear a handbrake turn, you know, oh I think I'll do that. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah. She, so she duly did. Better. Yeah, super. How many times did you go on it? I did two courier trips, as it was just mentioned, uh, under New York, and I brought her back New York London. In those days, in those days, you could go on the flight deck during the flight, have a look at the flight deck. Yeah. Everybody that wanted to, even on a three hour sector with a full meal, could actually go and have a peek in the flight deck and they encourage it. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: And the heritage centre, um, Jim. Mm. So that's really just for staff. But what about kind of the public, Joe Public, if they want to get an insight into it? Have we got anything online that people can look into, you know, because um, they must well, be interested.
3: We have a website but the answer is that in addition to our internal guests um, we get a lot, lot of external people coming in as well last week I had a party of 45 students from Newcastle who flew down on the 0630 flight, they were pretty well asleep by the time I started talking to them actually <laughs> and um, they were going to spend the day in London and then go to the theatre that evening and um, mm. But we have a lot, of, lot of groups and parties come in, which is, which is very interesting because you know we, we talk to them, either walk them around on a on a on a guided tour, or if it's a big group, I mean it might do a presentation. So yes, and and we really welcome visitors from outside as well. So yes, how, have, how
0: do they go about kind of applying to come in to see?
3: To see uh, normally, normally by phone, or okay. we get kind of email inquiries. You know, can okay. we come and see you? And if we've got some booked in next week, which is great. Because it's really great to be able to showcase some of the material uh, we have here and which which, you, which you've seen.
2: Absolutely, and um, and, and we've loads of um, such great memories of the um of people coming to the, the heritage centre, Jim. Um, you've talked about the highlights of, of seeing Her Majesty. Do you have mm. a favourite artifact? Any particular artifact in the heritage centre which you say that's my favourite? Or if you could if you could take one home and keep, what would you what would you take?
3: There's a splendid model. of a a Vickers vc-10 uh it's rather large um but it's and it graces the entrance with great style and panache so probably uh that would be splendid in my front room i couldn't get anything else in the front room but it would it would be splendid that's
2: interesting why the vc-10 is better.
3: well when i joined BOAC all those years ago it was one of the two aircraft in use there was there was the vc-10 and the 707 but the vc-10 to me always typified you know grace and the good looks of the high detail mm. so i think that's what it would be
2: well i'll tell you what then um, look between you and me don't let any of the others know you take the 10 i'll take the 747 <laughs> we'll say not a word to anyone and um well yes
0: not, not sure Not
2: about... sure <laughs> my jacket pockets big enough really, but...
0: <laughs> and it's funny going to the heritage center you've got all the uniforms across you know the um the different airlines that are with us i mean i was looking at when i went to the heritage center i think i've got half the uniforms because because we've transitioned a number of times i've got that in my attic i can add that to your heritage center uh... because
3: actually the uniforms are important part of the collection because Mm. um it may be that somewhere in doha or in the middle east or australia they might be having a route launch or a route anniversary or they want an event for the trade or. Industry or the press or whatever, so we get invited to 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 go and present a uniform fashion show at those stations, which has been fantastic because we have we have they do a catwalk with local staff because local staff love being involved. They do a catwalk. We've got music and the sound of the ear for the uniforms, and it's been a great privilege to do that. the one The one I suppose the best one that I did was actually in in Sydney. Um, and then I then got stuck for a week by the volcanic ash. Ah, oh, yes, oh. of course, the ash. <laughs> oh, well, <that> is, oh. <laughs> um, but people said, oh, dear, what a shame, stuck in Sydney. Oh, you were staying near Bondi Beach. Oh, what a shame. And I got no
2: sympathy <laughs> No, not at all, but no. But
3: the, the benefit was, I just, just mentioned that, of course, getting back on a staff consultant's ticket was very difficult. So Qantas put me up on, sent me up to Osandis on a 380, so my first 380 flight on a Qantas one, oh. which is actually more exciting. Brilliant. And is it
1: true that there's one of one of the old BA uniforms was it made? That, is it like a paper dress, like a paper
3: the paper dress?
1: You know, there's yes. some
3: some some genius of a designer in the 1960s decided that on the shuttles from New York down to the Caribbean, Antigua, Barbados, they put the girls in this paper dress with ghastly green shoes and, <laughs> and a flower in the hair, and uh, that was that was uh, and it was menus to, to boot, and that was the. Uh, the summer of sixty-eight, I think it was. Yes, it was. And when we model them, when we do the uniform fashion right. shows, you model the dress, uh, personally not. <laughs> when, when, when we model the do the uniform shows, the girls love wearing the paper dress. They, they almost queue up to wear it. You know.
1: So obviously, um, there's been loads of obviously on our social media. There've been loads of pictures of the Queen uh, yeah. with BA. There's just so many. You know, to find your best one to choose. It's you, you know, you just cut. You don't just. There's so many out there. Have you got your your favourite? Well, I, for the moment,
3: for the moment, I discard the ones with mean because I, I couldn't possibly, I couldn't possibly be that uh, too vain. modest. You're it's too vain. modest. But I think one of my favourite ones actually is a very old one. It's 1947, when in 1947 she came down to name an aircraft as Princess, of course, Elizabeth of England. And there's a photo of a very young princess pouring champagne over the nose of this aircraft. I knew this aircraft. So I think it was, I think it would be that. And actually, that's what we showed her when she came.
2: Brilliant.
0: So how oh, many, wow. how much of the, um, the royal family have you met? I know you met the Queen and she signed your royal book. Have you hmm. met anybody else that's come into the um, Heritage Centre to, to sign the book with you, Jim?
3: Uh, I, well, we've got lo- lots of changes in the book from colleagues and visitors and staff as well. Um, I did want to come back on a flight from Calcutta with Fergie, but that's a long time ago.
2: My only anecdote with the royal family was um, I attended uh, lunch at R.F. Bryce Norton. The Queen was opening a daycare centre and and there was a special lunch for uh, the Queen, the Duke and the officers. Uh, And I didn't meet uh, Her Majesty in person, but the Duke came round to speak to us afterwards when we had a drink of sherry or something. And he came up to me. He said, uh, oh, he said, uh, he said last noon, he said, uh, how did you get here? I said, oh, uh, uh, well, at the M40, I came off the A40, Whitney bypass, no, 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 he said, what route? And I thought, oh, my God. And then I realised he meant sort of my path into the Air Force. <laughs> so, you know, oh, cadet wow. or, you know, all that sort of stuff. But, no, great, absolutely great. Great honor to meet any of them. Did,
1: obviously, it's a silly question, but did you feel quite nervous when I mean, you're meeting them, uh, Julian I? and Jim? Uh, oh, both per- of us Jim and gym. Julian.
3: Well, well personally... There'd been a lot of preparation for that visit going over several months in secret, of course, it's signed mm-hmm. out with a disclaimer signed. But on the day I waited for outside the museum, it wasn't it wasn't nerves at all. It was just excitement, anticipation, you know, because we got ready for it. So I surprised myself by not being nervous because I, you know, I was aware what you're going to do, how are, going to do, how are going to do it? Not Absolutely. Not Absolutely so just sheer, sheer excitement.
2: And they're very natural as well, aren't they? I think, as I understand it, they, they put, put people at ease. They're just so good at it.
3: Well, I think for them, they want people nerving up and not being able no, to, to address things. Um, so, uh, but it was a very tremendous moment. She stopped and asked one of the aircraft, and I'm sure that was a very clever technique of being an icebreaker.
2: Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm sure. And then they are—they are the experts. That's such great. Well,
3: yeah.
2: well she's done the, seventy, years the, of it? The greatest stateswoman in history, oh, I believe. but right
3: you know, wasn't, wasn't it wonderful? She has that, that twinkle in her eye. She does. And uh, they say when she smiles, the room lights up.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. As it, does, well, as, as, it does, with, as
3: it does with you in Doha at the moment.
2: Yeah, work on that one, Paul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so here I am in Doha. Doha this week, Lee Forbes next week. Um, <laughs> Well, Jim, it's been so great. Uh, thank you so much for, you know, spending your afternoon with us. Uh, I feel like like everybody else has learned so much about history of the Queen. Um, I definitely will be going to pop down to the Heritage Centre when I come in um, next month for another recording of the podcast to come and see the memorabilia from the Royal Family uh, and visit the gift shop. Because there's a lovely little gift shop where you can buy that. There's a lovely book. We have uh, Paul Jarvis. Um who does the, we've got a hundred years of aviation poster book. Is that what you he, he wrote
3: um, he wrote several books and they're very attractive and very, very readable uh, books that we we have on sale. Uh, a special price for sure who have come from Doha. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, he's, and
1: and he's the only person that BA have named an aircraft after, isn't he?
3: They, well, that is that was a very nice gesture that they made, because uh, he died four years ago, sadly. But he was so inspirational creating the museum and the anti-arominals that uh Dreamliner 787-8 ZBJJ uh, does carry his name.
2: Superb. And as
3: far as we know, that's the only time they've named an aircraft after a serving staff member.
2: Well, I'm going oh. to, um, I'm going to, you see, unlike you in, in Doha, well, I can go to the uh, the Heritage Centre now as soon as uh, the, the recording finishes. And I'm going to get my hands on that book before you get your mitts on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You've <so>. changed. You've <laughs> changed. <laughs> Jim, it's been absolutely wonderful having you. here. Your, your anecdotes just bring the whole of uh, the Queen's history with BA to life. So thank you very much indeed it's been uh, a, for, for being with us.
3: Been a tremendous pleasure. Thank you so much for, uh, for inviting me.
2: Not at all.
1: Well, uh, thank you, uh, Caroline, Julian, and our special guest, Jim, for joining us this afternoon. Unfortunately, we've come to the end. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening uh, to this month's uh, episode. If you feel like you've got any ideas for future shows or anyone you'd like us to interview or bring on, please get in contact on our one uh, page on the chat forum, and we'd love to hear from you. But from, from us to you, enjoy your day.
0: Bye. 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 Take care. Bye.